0: Welcome to the Sofa Heart Current Podcast with your hosts, Gabriel Amara
1: and Kasha Rakshana.
0: We invite you into a sacred space of connection within you and with us as we digest our current healing and awakening processes, soul family community, and what's rumbling in the collective through the Sofa Heart lens.
1: We hope this offers you a lighthouse and beacon of hope trust, and divine love in the storm. Thank you for tuning in from our hearts and souls to yours.
0: Hello, welcome to episode six of the Soulful Heart Current. It's
1: going to become a strain to remember. I
0: know. <laughs> Part of me just felt like wanting to, to count it on this one. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of a significant number, I think. I don't know. Mm-hmm. We're in June right now and Six is kind of like that number that we're talking about. It's magic. Yeah. So I think we'll probably get into that. Maybe another podcast, talk about maybe the solstice and 6-6 six, six gateway and sure. all that sort of stuff. But
1: Significance of that.
0: Yeah. So we want to get into more of that. Um, however, today we are kind of doing a second part of what we had talked about last time. Uh, Kasha so eloquently and passionately <laughs> talked about the... <laughs> Uh, The false light leadership, false light matrix um, and her feelings around that and her experiences with it and also her just passion for uh, just getting off of her, getting out of her soul and heart around what she feels about it and feeling the care and love that exists behind it Um, is always nice to sit on the other side of because I haven't had quite my own experiences really around it so much. Um, I wasn't so steeped in that Uh, kind of spirituality before I started my healing. Um, What I was steeped in very much, which is the the topic of today, is a little bit around this blend between spirituality and politics, which I've always found pretty interesting. We've, you know, generally we talk about religion and politics, uh, and so how we've said that they're kind of strange bedfellows, um, and they have such a deep root in, I think, our history, uh, as countries, uh, myself, I'm from the United States. And so there's this deep blend between Christianity and, and politics. But what I'm also noticing have noticed is that even more in the kind of modern spirituality, um, we'll have often people who are, you know, quote unquote spiritual, but they're also very political. And so where does that spirituality and, and pol- the politics play? How do they blend with each other? How do they work? Do they work? Um, and so it's just an interesting thing for, for me because I feel myself as a, um, recovering political, I don't know what words you would use. Um, uh, I don't know, documentarian curious. Mm-hmm. I was just in the, the mm-hmm. in the fold of politics, you know, uh, constantly taking in news <clears throat> all the time, taking in perspectives. I remember back in the day when I became quote awakened Politically. I wasn't awakened spiritually, but I became awakened politically by a friend of mine in college um, and helped me become aware of just how you know, important politics was in, in our everyday lives and how it affects us and how we can affect change. And so then I became very interested, you know, in the whole Bill Clinton campaign uh, when he was running for uh, for president. So I became very active in that in that state you know I think I was around 19 or 20 years old and so it was very invigorating had this young you know man in his whatever early late 30s early 40s probably I think he was at that time and so there's something alive in that and then all of a sudden I uh as those years went on uh, my parents were very conservative my family was very conservative And uh, then all of a sudden things started trickling from that domain and I started listening to talk radio um, and then opened my eyes to a whole, you know, a whole new side of politics and became very interested. But then I also continued to listen to my progressive left radio. And so I was very much interested in a different way. I was trying to take a much uh, broader holistic look at politics. And when I did that, I started to notice things very interesting to me how both sides were really rooted in something. And it was very difficult for them to find uh, a space in between. Mm -hmm. So then I found myself interested in in different political philosophies and trying to find something more rooted in the center. Um, And of course, if you're in either side on the the ideology scale, you think someone in the center is just someone who's completely lost their mind. Uh, uh, And so... But it was something about that. And I found myself going into something called natural law. And natural law is actually very spiritual based. And that was curious to me. It's like now, oh, my spirituality in the past in my 20s when I was kind of doing my college thing and some LSD and mushrooms and stuff like that, opening up my sort of spiritual awakening. Mm -hmm. It was blending into this political awakening. And so I, I got very interested in natural law and how can that meld with politics and so it started to open me up in a much wider bandwidth around all this stuff. Um, and then I kind of closed that back up once my daughter was born because I felt like I, you know I was really into the needing to work and all of that. So I went back into talk radio again, and then got immersed even more. and then got popped into this sort of, um, uh, what we would call sort of this conspiracy theory sort of, Um, you could call it a spirituality. You can call it a movement. You can call it a cult. You can call it whatever you want. It was a a thought. It was something that was going on that was bringing up information for me that I had not heard before. And uh, this is well beyond 9-11. And so then all of a sudden I got involved in that, went down all the rabbit holes, and then got involved, you know, in some of this sort of like almost anti-government sort of frenzy and that no one's on your side, that everyone's against you, mm-hmm. uh, that there's a larger power at play here and they have an agenda and you're screwed.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: So now now I'm, now I'm birthed into something else. And that brings me now back into almost this spiritual realm around the Illuminati and, and, and all that. And so that stuck around me with me for a little bit. And so I, I, I wound up following people, mostly on the radio and the internet, that had a particular persuasion. And mm-hmm. they're very passionate, like you mm-hmm. were in the last episode. And when you feel that, you're like alive. You're like, mm-hmm. dang, yeah, I feel it. And you're out there trying to convince everybody else. and <laughs> Yeah. Um, well, I so, hope I
1: didn't have convincing energy. No, but not that convincing. Is ten, that does but that's, what,
0: that's where I took it because yeah. I... When we mentioned the last episode, there was a sense of righteousness that was coming in me. I Mm -hmm. felt like I was missing something. There was a fire in me that found something real. Like my soul was getting it. Like, yeah, man, we are dictated by some governing power and I want to be a part of taking this thing down, man. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so, but then in all of that, there's an empowerment in that, but there's also fear because there's an installation of a lot of fear that this thing is bigger than you can possibly imagine. So then I'm buying, like you said in the last episode, I became part of the prepper thing and Mm -hmm. I'm buying all sorts of things to store water and food and I wound up buying a shotgun and that was just not my thing, you know, (laughs) but the fear became so intense inside of me uh, that I wound up uh, really going into that. And then buying gold and silver and just all of it. And just up for hours reading and trying to understand things. And it just became just a constant swirl uh, looking at, you know, different politicians, listening to them. And it was just, just a hot mess inside of me. It was just like a giant, um, you know, if you look at the visions of Congress in the U.S. and or even in parliaments in Canada or the uh, U.K., there's this bickering back and forth. And that was going on inside of me. There was like this large pulpit going on mm-hmm. inside of me. Um, and so it, it just kind of came to a head yeah, and yeah. energetically, uh, I just couldn't hold it anymore. I think I was becoming fried by it all.
1: Yeah. The um, burnout is real.
0: Yeah. <sighs> and then, so, you know, I think eventually I, I had to just give it up for a bit. I had to let it go. Cause I think I was even losing my sense of a father. <laughs> Uh, my sense of a, as a human being
1: your ground um, ground on Gaia right? mm-hmm.
0: yes exactly and so I've just become this political tool mm-hmm. in some ways and I was just this sort of um I don't know this tuning fork uh, around all of it and trying to show other people work and I'm talking to people at my school and you know so then then other people are into it somewhat and they're resonating and and other people are not and so then it felt very lonely too. Like I felt myself in a very lonely space around it all, trying to get my family on board on certain things. Like I was more right than they were at some point. Uh, at one point I was even more left than they were. So it was like this weird toggle of trying to understand who I was politically and somehow spiritually. And
1: growing up in the States, that mm-hmm. is a thing. You grow up right. politically politically. You, yes. you have a political identity. Yes. Right. It's a lot less so, I would say, in Canada. Right. And it's not the same emphasis exactly. on that kind of self-identification.
0: Right, and especially if you are if you are religious, mm-hmm. too, and yeah. deeply Christian. There was a, definitely the Christian political right that there was a huge influence and in there. So there's a lot. It is an interesting marriage between the two. Mm-hmm. And so I think at some point when I could start to feel the frazzling inside of me. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then as Rihanna, my daughter, left to go to Canada and my role as a father shifted and as a person, I came back to myself and what it is that I really wanted to really tap into. And, And I can get that the whole political thing was just not working for me. like It was just tiring me out. Couldn't watch the news anymore. It was just, it was overload, total overload. So my nervous system was shot. And so I think I went I went back into spirituality to help myself ground, bring in a different energy inside of myself Mm -hmm. um, that helped open up into more divine space. And then obviously open up to becoming more of a love ambassador as opposed to what we would call a spiritual warrior. I think right. where politics and spirituality meet is when you hear about the spiritual warrior. Uh, we're gonna yeah. we're gonna fight, you know, the evil or light
1: warrior. That's the or light word warrior. that gets tossed around, yeah.
0: Right. So that's how I, I felt like it it comes in. Like all of a sudden, we're mm-hmm. gonna be the light warrior, and we're gonna you know we're gonna make this happen. In politically, uh, because we're fighting for the light, um, and even as so much as Marianne Williamson becoming part of the Democratic primary ticket, mm-hmm. presidential ticket, and she got kind of like railroaded. Um, she got taken out by the whole machine, and she admitted that even afterwards, that she's like, I had no idea how mean the Democratic Party was. She had said mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. she didn't know, she didn't, she had kind of had some naivete uh, yeah. to some degree. She brought a lightness to it, but she wanted to change something from the inside out, and she brought in a lot of interesting ideas. But of course, in that kind of hot mess of politics, I was kind of like going, "Oh, Marianne! Oh my God! Nah. You have no idea!" Nah. And she got a big dose of how intense it is in in that um, arena. Um,
1: it is an arena, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, it's an arena. It's a stadium. Mm-hmm. It is mudslinging.
0: Echo yeah. chambers. One word. Echo chamber. It is is an echo word. chamber yes. yes. So you know, I've become so I haven't <sighs> left a curiosity about it because I think. You know politics. Yeah. There's still something in there that's reflective of the co- of the collective.
1: Oh yeah, for sure.
0: Mm-hmm. And in that way, then how do I bring my more spiritual leaning, mm-hmm. um, my more grounded human spiritualities to some degree, yeah, love yeah. ambassador into that domain? Because I know that domain so well.
1: That's uh, you could say that you awakened so much to that, so that you could one mm-hmm. day become a love ambassador to it. Right. It actually was important ground for you. Yeah. To inhabit so deeply, Mm -hmm. so that's the other thing that I was saying, just to add, just a quick note connecting to the last episode where I was um, really (laughs) self detonating around spiritual groups and so on. It's like you go so deeply into something, and actually, that is to be honored Mm -hmm. how deeply you went in and committed with all of your heart, soul, money, whatever it was, and then you came out of it to move on. That's a graduation, but you inhabited it to death Mm -hmm. because it was you for a while and it was a way, it it was offering something to you that you needed. So there is a way to look at the false light um, as something that has a purpose in that domain as Mm -hmm. well, because you are meant to ultimately rise above it, to move beyond it Mm -hmm. and to become a love ambassador to it in whatever way, shape or form works for you and resonates for you and and is aligned with your soul's path. But you've done a tremendous amount of healing since then too, Mm -hmm. and really um, reconciling a lot of pieces inside of yourself. And that's been a huge part of of that recovery for you you could say too from being so deeply a part of that
0: yeah and it is very uh, to me you can I really believe that it's it's cultish you know any political party is a cult and we can have a conversation about this in the time Um, but it is a group that has a certain um, set of, uh, opinions and tenants and uh, pillars and Mm -hmm. the way they see the world.
1: And if you try to leave.
0: Yes. You are. If you're a Republican and decide you're going to be a Democrat, (laughs) it's, it's, you know, my, if that were to happen in my family, it wouldn't be, I would be excommunicated, but Mm there would be a lot of Or if you ask
1: questions, Mm -hmm. you're reprimanded. And this is what's happening even more nowadays. If you start to question certain narratives, oh boy, Mm -hmm. oof. mm -mm. Right.
0: So that has a cultish like feel mm-hmm. to it. Um, yep. And so, you know, so there's that sense of needing to really recover from that intensity of not being triggered by certain things. Even today, I can hear someone say something and I can hear my, my almost my old political brain kind of saying, blah, 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 blah. You know, that's not true. This is the way it is. Mm-hmm. Um, that sort of thing. Um it's about the constitution or, uh, it's about freedom and, you know, whatever those little things that would come up, uh, you know, then I'm, I'm having to bring my heart into all these situations, no matter what they are, bring my humanity, not my, um, politics into a situation. Mm -hmm. And so I just feel like everything that goes on now in, in terms of politics needs to be really looked at. And how does it like feel inside of you? That was my thing. How does it vibrate inside of my body? Um, it never felt good at all.
1: Do you feel like you have a politician in your soul oh, yeah, too? Absolutely. Because I
0: absolutely. think
1: I think a lot of the men that, specifically the men that you tune into, their their writings and so on, I, I just got the sense all of a sudden that all of you have been in politics mm-hmm. actively in other lifetimes. Mm-hmm. And that's why you can tune into it so yeah. deeply. Yeah. And that's actually really important. Mm-hmm. We need, we need men like you. We need women like you yeah. that can digest this from their soul's perspective right. from that um, other standpoint yeah, that's exactly. not just involved so heavily in the politics of today, right.
0: but
1: knows the politics. Yes.
0: Not, didn't get so swallowed up into it that mm-hmm. I, I got so kind of lost in it, no. um, but enough to get to feel for what it's really what's really going on there. And it's just got to the point where it's just I don't subscribe to any of it. Mm -mm. Uh, I consider myself apolitical, non-political, whatever you whatever you want to say. I mean, I still have there's still vibrations in me, but it's to really look at politics from a different lens point.
1: Um, Well, politics is so 3D, right? Primarily. But it's to look at a
0: human, just to look at the human pieces Mm -hmm. of every situation. Yeah. Um, So it's in a way where I'm very passionate about, I just don't see anything around government being anything that's going to save us. I don't think that government as it is now, we're going to go in and we're going to change it from the inside out, kind of on a grassroots level. I think grassroots is you're the grass, you're the root of the grass. Your inside healing mm-hmm. is grassroots. Mm-hmm. Uh, your own individual relationship to yourself and to the world and to other people is the grassroots movement. You know, I'm sorry, but f politics when it comes to this, it doesn't match. It's not going it, to. It just sends you into a lower four D vibrational tendency uh, that gets you looping and looping and looping, and you'll just get stuck in it. It's like an it's an ebb tide pool. Um, it's yeah. So, it is
1: unending. It is an unending
0: loop. So you can find yourself getting looped in it. I can feel myself getting drawn in sometimes, but I can feel that energy and I can, I try to go above it, not not in a self-righteous way, but I want to feel what's really going on mm-hmm. uh, as opposed to getting stuck in that political mind sort of thing around it, or even just rage against this or that. Um, I just really want to feel what's going on. Um, so for example, when we talked about uh, a couple of weeks ago around the, um, the shooting in Texas, you know, it's really taking your t- time to get out of the gravitational pull of all the minutiae and all the mm-hmm. rhetoric and everything that comes out immediately afterwards and to feel yourself um, and to go into that.
1: Um, well, you and I were tuning into um, last night. I was looking over Gabriel's shoulder because <laughs> he was getting into this. But there's an, an Instagram account that we follow called Real News No Bullshit. Mm-hmm. I highly recommend following them because their journalism is awesome. Mm-hmm. And wh- what the, you were looking at last night, Gabriel, was this their story highlights, right? So they have highlight reels of their Uvald, Uvald, mm-hmm. Uvaldi. I don't know how you say Uvalde. Uvald. Uvalde exploration, mm-hmm. um, if you will, their their journalistic integrity intact um, around it all. And they're talking to very specific people and they tell in these stories, this highlight reel, mm-hmm. if you will, um, how they're getting connected to each individual person and what their side of things is that they're sharing. And then they're following that thread and going, this is real journalism. So if you want to take in another yet another perspective on the Texas shooting, for example, I definitely recommend tuning into them what I love about them is that they stay true to their Instagram handle Mm -hmm. and they really don't sugarcoat anything, but they are very fair to people about, they didn't want to comment. We left them alone. They asked us to leave their property. We left them alone. They didn't want to show their face. That was fine with us. Um, Anonymity is, Mm -hmm. is obviously honored. And they but the stories that they were getting from people who were volunteering their mm-hmm. stories about it and their perspectives they were very honest about this is this person's perspective this is what they shared right. just so that you are informed it's mm-hmm. really about a gathering of information and mm-hmm. asking good questions right. and so that just really struck me as as and and what really struck me was they were saying how they actually learned from a neighbor of like where the the shooter had lived that the police had only been there maybe once mm-hmm. or something like that to his house. Um, and they hadn't seen anybody since, or there weren't really any the, journalists. It sounds like mm-hmm. going there either and, and following these same threads that they right. were following. So there's something about all of that, isn't there? Yeah. Um, I don't remember what my original point was I'm bringing that up, yeah. but it was something of, um, the, I guess just the asking of questions and, and being able to do that. And, and, um, bringing heart and care into what you're, uh, trying to look into Mm -hmm. and being more of the love ambassador. And there was something else you were saying that, that inspired me to mention that too.
0: Yeah. There's the media is another aspect of this too, for sure. Um,
1: that there's just no, there's no journalists with integrity really anymore. There's a few that we follow, um, that I find are really interesting in in how they do things, Mm -hmm. but um, yeah.
0: Yeah. And I think, you know, you can go on, we can go on and on about media and politics and how it, it mm-hmm. plays and what it is kind of, quote, meant to do, keep us distracted and keep us all this stuff. And we can go in down that road. I think the bigger thing is, and I even had to do that, I have to watch myself as to how much I'm investing my energy into some of these things. I have to find myself again feeling that gravitational pull pulling myself out of it right. so that I can get back up and I can feel, uh, the larger thing at play here. And to feel yes. that there is, the bigger
1: picture there is, so is a important.
0: shadow coming up. And I think politics yeah. is, uh, showing its face quite easily, mm-hmm. whether you're looking in your own country's politics, whether you're looking at global institutions like the WEF, uh, it doesn't really matter. It's all the same stuff and it's, it's showing itself. Yeah. Um, and it's important, I think, to keep Uh, an eye on to just to notice what's happening. Keep
1: an eye on and your heart open and and your divine guidance with you.
0: Yes. And there's a big layer of your own heart discernment, your mental discernment Mm -hmm. around all of it. And if you start, you know, giving yourself all in to a particular politician or Mm -hmm. political party or a movement or something, I would say just take a minute to breathe and just feel yourself in all of it. Where is yourself in the middle of all that? And
1: feeling why you're taking it in. I think that Mm -hmm. was probably where one of the places I wanted to go around mentioning Mm -hmm. them on Instagram is because we don't Take these things in fully unconsciously. Sometimes I find myself taking something in, and I have to take a step back and go, "Why am I taking this in? Does mother mm-hmm. want me to see something here? Mm-hmm. Um, is father leading me down a thread?" That mm-hmm. so I can reconnect it back to the divine. And I think you do more and more now too. And then it inspires you to write mm-hmm. something. That's a that's a more bigger context, bigger picture um, digestion of what you've taken in. So I can feel how you don't do anything accidentally around this. You've Mm -hmm. had enough years in that quagmire to, to now know and understand that when you go down a rabbit hole, it's for a bigger purpose. And I feel that for myself too. I don't take in the news usually, but if something catches me on social media, for example, I might follow that thread for a while because I'm curious about it and I want to see what this perspective is about. And I find that a very enriching experience, actually, Mm -hmm. and it does help to connect it back to the divine and and check in with why am I taking this in? Why am I so compelled by this right Mm -hmm. now? What do you divine want me to share about this from my love ambassador perspective? Right.
0: I'm glad you two brought up that and you brought up the metasoul Mm -hmm. around, you know, where is a politician that lives in my metasoul, where's a journalist that lives in my metasoul, you know, these can all get brought up into the fray. Mm -hmm. And if I'm, if I'm also quote unquote, not fully conscious of that, I'm going to get myself kind of merged into that. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. Um, until at some point you can tell me you know Gabriel you're spending a lot of time going down here and it's yeah. kind of bringing like, down the, the vibration yeah. so um uh, it's a good mirror for me just to double check and I can check in inside of myself to feel my my journalist or my politician or whatever it is that's in my metasoul around mm-hmm. that also my gatekeeper who's trying to make sense of this on a global yeah. kind of context what's really going on here trying to understand the bigger the bigger picture here and for one thing in all of this, there's, a. I think the bigger word here is integrity, whether it's in politics or media, spirituality, um, false life spirituality, it's, it, there's an integrity piece. Where is our integrity and uh, where's our own self-reflection? Where's our own desire to see our own mirrors? Um, where's hmm. our own need to be honest about what we do and what our decisions are, what our choices are? Um You know, I would have more respect for any politician who said, "You know what? I made a mistake,"
1: or "I'm scared,"
0: or "I'm scared," or anything that's vulnerable, uh, that's honest and real. They can't do. They get eaten alive. And and then it's just. But 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 that's the thing. You have to. You have to care less as to your Mm -hmm. humanity has to overcome your uh, long term. You know needs. In terms of you know safety and security and job longevity and all that stuff and you know when a person really can bring their humanity in the fold and that's that's hard to come by Mm -hmm. that's hard to find in any scenario in any situation whether it be media or politics or spirituality it's hard to find that integrity and vulnerability of what's real and i think that's Mm -hmm. just what the bigger digestion of all of this is so
1: yeah i totally see a muckraker you can see you with a press hat (laughs) in like the 30s or something yeah um Yeah, there's, there's a lot of, um, you have, there's always an opportunity for a soul connection with all of this. Mm -hmm. Years ago, when we were living in Mexico still, I was feeling a suffragette in me, Mm -hmm. in my metasoul. And I was working with her for a while and her distrust of the masculine was deep. I would say a lot of women have had some kind of suffragette or something similar in their metasoul, especially if you've had issues with the masculine or trusting the masculine. I think that's, that's one piece of it, um, So it's always been interesting to investigate those kinds of pieces and feel, okay, that's why I've become so obsessed with this particular Mm -hmm. thing that's going on in the world too, or this is why I want to get on a soapbox, (laughs) or I used to really have a lot of self-righteousness. Now it's more, it's shifted into this divine fire passion thing, um, with less self-righteousness in it because I don't really mind if I'm wrong. Yeah, That's okay. I want to see things about myself, but, um, there's still... It's when there's a self-righteousness without a care for mm-hmm. other people, like i was saying in the yeah. last episode as well. But this applies to politics too, and your yeah. political stance. If you don't actually care about the other side, that's where the problem mm-hmm. is. It's not actually in your beliefs per se. It's in um, disseminating, is it disseminating the word? D- dissolving someone's humanity on the other mm-hmm. side dismissing yeah. some someone's humanity. Yeah. That's more what I'm oh, trying to there's say. There's no
0: human decency in any of it. In politics, no. it's
1: like you just become moving, you just become talking heads. Mm-hmm. And it, and it's just about that. It's not yeah. about the fact that your political opponent is also a human being. Yeah. And okay, so we could argue that the reptilians are involved in this and there's all mm-hmm. sorts of star being activity and mm-hmm. a bigger picture and the matrix mm-hmm. and all of that. Right. Oh, yeah. So yes, that's all part of it. Yes. But there's still a human there right? that also needs love mm-hmm. and whether they're very narcissistic or not, they still need love yes. and they're still asking for love somehow. They're still aching mm-hmm. for love. They're aching for divine reconciliation yes. and yeah. to part of them, this is how to do it because mm-hmm. they feel like this is right. right. So.
0: So you did know, you even say that someone like mm-hmm. Joe Biden,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, Needs love. <laughs> well, yeah, but, I mean, <laughs> but but still, whoever this Joe Biden human exactly. is yeah. still needs up. Wherever that human being is, it's mm-hmm. there somewhere, right? Yeah. It's probably been, it's clearly been hijacked, there. you know, by the whole system. Oh, that
1: was the other thing I wanted to mention about the false light in the last episode was the hijacking mm-hmm. thing, Um the core of politics, some certain political stances, you could even say, or mm-hmm. the way some some beliefs and some teachings that come out of people are genuine. Mm-hmm. There is such a genuine something there. It's a genuine download. There's a genuine care for humanity in certain politics politicians. Mm-hmm. However, something gets hijacked sometimes by the matrix, and that's where it gets soupy and complicated yes. too, and humanity gets, it goes out the window. Mm-hmm. Yep. So there's... There is a lot to that acknowledgement mm-hmm. as well that we're not just talking about this as if people are purely evil or purely good. It's not as simple as that. Right. It's actually a very complex network mm-hmm. of things and that's why calling it a matrix is so handy mm-hmm. and appropriate. There's a political matrix. It's not just the 3D matrix, it's an aspect of it, but it actually is its own sphere. Right. It's its own thing just like spirituality is and it's interesting that you were talking about po- politics and spirituality because they need to come together. They mm-hmm. are together anyways. Mm-hmm. It's just like we've been talking about oh, with your yeah. humanity and your spirituality. Mm-hmm. There yeah. actually never was a separation. There's right. only, A separation is only ever an illusion. Yes. You're right. not separate from your body. You're not mm-hmm. separate from your mind. You can't separate these things, and you yeah. can't parcel them out and dismiss any anything right. about yourself. It yes. all has to come together. So that's true about our world as well.
0: Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. Because yeah. in our politics, it's human, you know, humans make politics. And mm-hmm. if, if we are blending saying that our spirituality and humanity are one, well, then somehow spirituality plays, plays a part in all of this, this stuff, this and, institution and that we they, call politics. they
1: evolve together.
0: hmm yeah. It's
1: like what you were writing about, and, and you made reference to the Skeksis and the Mystics mm-hmm. and Dark Crystal. It there's such a, that is that movie is such a classic example mm-hmm. of polarized opposites coming back together again, yeah. and that there was a schism, there was a split there right. that needed to happen. Right. But now it gets to gets to come back together, and that's the graduation. Mm-hmm. We are not ascending unless we're doing it together.
0: Yeah.
1: So right.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: And this says, how I feel about mm-hmm. it is ascension isn't just inside of yourself. It is, but it's not, it's not just that we have to do it together. And so this bigger picture of ascension, I don't know if you want to add something to this Gabriel too, to finish off, but. When it comes to politics, our politics has to has to ascend to match with the spiritual tones yeah, of conscious, mo- where consciousness is going.
0: Right. I think we just honestly move beyond it. I don't think there's um, a way. I don't think politics exists. I don't think it really exists. I think no. it's, it becomes a completely different system altogether. Mm-hmm. I think it just dies and is recreated into something new. I don't know what that new is, to be honest, but right. I think it has to start with us inside. I think our own, whatever it is that our own self-governance has to take over, um, right. within us like there um, won't be a
1: need for a consti- no. quote constitution anymore no. because human decency right. and human love sacred mm-hmm. humanity won't need it Right, won't need that differentiation from this is constitutional and this is unconstitutional right. uh,
0: yeah. yeah. so it's just something no. that I think it starts on the inside out and again I don't propose any solutions as to mm-hmm. what takes place of that I just think there's something new that arises first for within us Yep. Um, from self to self, from self to our intimate others, and then yep. self to the divine. Yep. And then that creates a whole new covenant, I, th- totally. I believe. So A
1: whole new covenant. I love that. Feeling. <laughs> that, is, that is what it is. Right. It's a new covenant. Yeah. Mm.
0: so i think that's a good place to stop i think i think that's think so? i think the train is I think
1: we could go off about this all the rest of the day <laughs>
0: yes i'm sure we could so mm. i think there's more to to um to bring into this so we will uh we'll let it go for now but uh, again your questions comments opinions um reflections would be beautiful and so we'd love to, yes. to hear those from you. So
1: Otherwise, we're just talking about this together.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, we, and that's fine. <laughs> yeah, responding would be nice. Having a response mechanism would be good to have. So yeah, thank you for being a part of this and being in our uh, usness in this moment and taking mm-hmm. this in and feeling us. And hopefully we we're feeling you a little bit in that as well. Maybe mm-hmm. we we're expressing something inside of yourself as well. So
1: Yeah, I love you guys. I just wanted to say that. Mm-hmm. I love you. And... I hope that, um, yeah, this lands in a good place.
0: All right. Mm -hmm. We'll we'll see you soon. Yes. All right. Bye for now. Take care. Bye.
1: Thanks so much for joining us in the Soulful Heart Current. If you feel drawn to what we spoke about and are curious about sessions with one of us, we offer a free 45-minute intro call to talk with you more about how we may be able to serve you in this
0: process. We also invite you to join our online community called the Soulful Heart Portal, where we can deepen with those that are resonant and in desire for more sacred connection. Links are posted in the description.
1: No matter what degree of connection you feel with us and our community at this time, we hope that this podcast has offered you something to take in and digest. Much love.